Monday, friends. It's Monday. I missed you all. I hope you've had a great week doing whatever it is that you were doing this week. I'm pretty sure most of you have been to the hairdressers and uh, we're just now waiting for the nail technician to open. <laughs> People said you got your lashes back. No, these are the ones I grew. These are all mine. See, things happen. Miracles happen in lockdown. Anyway, enough of that. I hope this week you applied some of the things that we spoke about last Monday when I asked you to think about how could you lead a week with less selfishness, something that is a challenge to us all. What could we do to share what God's given us with others? How could we actually open our lives a little bit wider to be a blessing? What could we do to share our wisdom or share our resources and live a little less? less selfish because this lockdown can make us go a little bit more withdrawn and keep things to ourselves that maybe God wants us to open up to others. So I hope you've applied that this week. I hope that you bless someone. I hope you've encouraged someone. I hope that you have been that way in the week that you just had. And so now we're back at Monday and it's another Today I Choose Monday motivation. I almost feel like I should add a workout to this or some kind of movement to this because it's supposed to get you going. And I pray that's exactly what happens today. So this is the challenge for this week, okay? Today I choose, this week I choose self-control self-control. It's a great word. It's a great thing to apply to your life. Self-control is something you will thank yourself for later on. It might not feel good at the time, but the results and the harvest of self-control are something that you're going to really be grateful and say, I'm so glad I did that. So where do we begin? Well, we have to begin, don't we, with looking at our life and asking, where do I need some self-control. We have to be honest and say, what are the areas in my life that maybe are a little bit out of control? And we can begin right here. Maybe this is the area that God's going to put his finger on for you this week that is an area of self-control. You know, the book of James says that we have with this tongue, the power of life or death. That's huge, people. That's a huge statement the Bible's making that literally this power, this mouth that we all have is a weapon. And in the wrong hands, it can be deadly. And in the right hands, it can be life-giving. And that requires you knowing the difference so that you can take self-control so that you use this weapon for something that is good. You know, I'm raising teenagers right now. Shout out to all the teenage parents and praying for you. We're in this together. And I love my kids. And there's so many things you teach them when they're younger. But one of the lessons that they have to learn when they're in their teenage years more than any other lesson is this very lesson. This is the time to teach them self-control when it comes to how much they're on devices, self-control with what they're viewing on TV, self-control with what they're reading, self-control with what they're scrolling. This is the time when we've got to be really good at speaking about the power of self-control. And the beauty of self-control, that it's not something that makes your life less, it's something that makes your life more. So I have a lot of conversations with my kids around this area, and I hope you do with yours. But we're trying to teach them a principle that we wish someone had taught us oftentimes in our life. And one of the things that we've got to teach them is self-control with their mouth. That just because you think it doesn't mean you should say it. And just because you feel it doesn't mean you should express it. There are certain times when you have to learn to take 
control of your mouth because that's going to be something that you have to lean on later in life and learn later in life. So best to learn it now. And so maybe that's an area for you. Maybe it's something that's far more practical. Maybe it's you need to have self-control over those donuts. Maybe you just need to get some self-control when it comes to your eating and your lifestyle or self-control when it comes to your lack of eating and your lifestyle. Those might be the areas that God puts his finger on for you because he wants you well. He wants you healthy. He wants you to live a long life. And that requires some discipline and some boundaries. Maybe it's to do with what you watch or what you read or whether it's to do with a relationship where you need some self-control. I'm really asking God right now on this Monday as you're choosing to embrace this message for him to highlight to you in the week that's the area for you to begin this work. That's the area. Don't overwhelm yourself and say, I'm so out of control. Where do I begin? (laughs) No, pick an area and begin to apply the principles in that area. Once you know the area, then you got to start doing the practical stuff, right? Because otherwise it's just all talk and no works and we don't want that. So let me read this verse to you that actually we can build a picture from. It says in Proverbs 25 verse 28 in the message, a person without self-control is like a house with its doors and windows knocked out. Now picture that image of a house with no doors, no windows. And think about your house, okay? You might live in your own house or or, or think about something that you value because you bought it, you purchased it. Maybe your car, if it's not your home. And just think about, would you ever go away and leave all the doors and all the windows of your house open? Would you ever go away and leave your car on the drive with the door open, the window open and the keys in the ignition? The answer is no. Why not? Because you value what it is that that represents. You value your home. It's got all the things you treasure in it. Or you value that vehicle that took you a lot of time and effort to pay for. And so you put locks on it. You put doors on it. You put keys in the lock because you want to protect what it is you value. Now think about your life just like that proverb just taught us. Think about your life like that house. You shouldn't leave your life with no locks, with no doors, with no windows. You shouldn't leave this kind of, this spiritual home that God resides in with no protection around it. Self-control adds bolts, adds locks, and adds windows and adds doors in the best possible way. It says, I value this body, so no, you don't get to do that. I value this mind, so no, you don't get to come in, thought. I value this mouth, so you don't get to speak those words. That is self-control. So the practical thing for us to apply this week is, where are there some doors open that need closing? <laughs> where are there some areas where the, the, the windows are wide open and they need shutting? Maybe these windows of your eyes are wide open to something that actually you need to say, I don't want to watch that anymore. I don't want to look at that anymore. That's called self-control and you have the power to exercise that. You know, I have a friend of mine and one of the areas where I've had to learn this the most is really in my time and in the giving of my time. I am a personality type that wants to help everybody and while that's a great thing in some ways, it can be something that needs boundaries and one of my dearest friends, Ariana, she'll often say to me, where are your boundaries? Have you got your boundaries? You need healthy boundaries. But what she's trying to say to me is, hey, you've got to value yourself enough 
to operate some self-control. And sometimes that no is necessary in order for you to have that control operating in a good way in your life. Proverbs 12 verse 16, here's another verse about self-control. It says, the arrogant fool's anger is quickly known because he lacks self-control and common sense. But the prudent man ignores an insult and moves on. You know, when we don't have self-control, we end up getting involved in things that we should not be involved in. We end up looking foolish because we allowed our lack of control to get us involved in things that really are not worth our time, not worth our energy, and don't need our attention. And the Bible tells us over and over again to operate self-control when it comes to what you hear, what you speak, what you say. You know, don't let ourselves get wound up by other people. Don't let ourselves hang around people who would actually get us into a place where our temper increases. It says that in Proverbs 22. It says, don't hang out with angry people. Don't keep company with hotheads. Bad temper is contagious. Don't get infected. What's it saying? Operate some self-control. Because when you're around people who don't have self-control, it gets on you. Um, you know, I've watched my son remove himself from certain peer groups because they're so hot-headed that they'll easily get into fights, they'll easily get into conflicts. He's like, I just don't want to be around it because when you're around it, you get drawn into it. That's a decision that's saying, I don't want to live that way. I'm putting a bolt on, I'm putting a lock on my heart, I'm putting a door here in a good way. So the challenge this week is what about your life? What about my life? Where do we need some new uh, commitments to have some self-control that helps us build a better future? And you know, self-control is something that you will thank yourself for further down the line. It might feel difficult when you first start to say no or you first start to apply that discipline, but think about the life that you want to build in the long run. Jesus is our ultimate example, right? You know, when he was in the wilderness and he was tempted by the enemy, it was self-control that he had to operate. When the enemy said to him, you're starving. Why don't you turn these rocks into bread? Why don't you, why don't you produce a miracle right now? You could if you wanted to. And the truth was he could if he wanted to. But he was operating in that power of that self-control, that discipline that said, just because you tell me I should, just because you're telling me and tempting me to do it, I'm going to let you know you do not get power over me. I have power over you. And that's the thing about self-control. You're reminding the enemy every single time, I have power over you. When the enemy tempts you, self-control says, I have power over you. When the temper begins to rise up, you say, I have power over you. When the reaction wants to come out your mouth, you say, I have power over you. This week, you could walk in power and authority by operating self-control. So what area are you going to start with? Think about it. Write it down, stick it on the mirror in your bathroom so you remind yourself every day. And then here's some homework. Go and read what God says about that. Read about the power of your tongue. Read about guarding your heart. Read about controlling your anger. Read about operating in patience when you feel frustrated. Read about those things that tell you and teach you how to have healthy boundaries in your life. Begin to put in you the things that will help you actually exercise and actually put into practice these self-control areas. Now, listen, I have to close by telling you this. The enemy is going to know what we talked about now. 
Now, when you start saying, I'm not going to do that anymore, guess what? Temptation whoop, comes right round the corner because he does not want you to break this thing. He does not want you to break the bad eating habit because he wants you to stay sick in your body and he wants you to feel worthless and he wants you to feel like you haven't got energy. He doesn't want you to feel like you can get up and actually have a healthy lifestyle, a healthy mind, a healthy confession. He wants to keep you down in that anxiety. He wants to keep you in the bad company. So don't be surprised if when you begin the exercise of doing this this week, if there's a little bit of opposition comes your way. But now I advance warned you so you can be ready. You can be ready with some replies. The reply needs to be like the shutting of that door, the closing of that window. You shut it down. So this week, pick your area and say, okay, this is where I'm going to close the window. This is where I'm going to shut the door and write it down and then begin to put it into practice. You might be tested three minutes after you turn this off. You might be tested by an email that lands tomorrow, but you will know when that test comes that you have an ability to pass the test with flying colors, my friend. Yes, you do. And so don't be in fear of the test, but just have the strength to know I value my life enough to practice these areas of self-control. One last thing before I say bye for the week is this. If you feel in some areas you have failed in this so many times, you feel guilty because you've not operated self-control, you've fallen into a sin area because you didn't put boundaries up, then I want you to know all you have to do is go to God. He is the forgiver of our sins. He is the God that actually wipes them from our uh, from his memory. He says he doesn't even remember our sins. He, he, he wipes it from the account. And so if that's you today, just know there's grace for you. There's grace in God for you where you feel, oh, man, I messed up. I didn't take control. I got into a situation where I compromised. You know what? God's grace right now is here for you. So all you need to do is right when you turn this off, just go to God and say, God, I want forgiveness for that area. Help me, Lord. And I promise you, he will. So no condemnation, no shame. Don't let that stop you from having a week where you begin to close those doors, close those windows and build a life that has some healthy self-control. I love you. Have a great rest of the week. I will miss you. But now you've got your work for the week to do. So have a great week praying for you. And I will see you back here on Monday for another week of I Choose. You're the best.